0: Giants are beating the Bucks. Can you believe it? This is Corey. And this is the O the Anthem podcast.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, you're listening to this on Election Day. Good for celebrating an election. If you're listening to this any day after that, good luck in the Civil War. This is episode <laughs> 343 of the O the Anthem podcast, coming to you from the hashtag OTA LA Studios, high above the 110 freeway in downtown Los, what was formerly known as Los Angeles, California. <laughs> thank you for joining us.
0: Yes, thank you for listening on your podcast of choice. The easiest way: Anchor.fm forward slash O the Anthem gives you direct links to all the podcatchers, and would you listen to us on uh, in the easiest way to find us?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I am realizing as we sit here, I forgot to load the videos. Uh, So, uh, Corey, why don't you tell, uh, or the images, why don't you tell everyone about uh, the... uh, The election? No, no, about the (laughs) the plans for the podcast over the next few weeks. So uh, we're not going to be able to do everything as normal for the next two to three weeks. There may be some special events. There may be different ways of doing things. Why don't you let him know about all of that stuff?
0: Yeah. So, uh, basically, uh, Rob is going home to prepare for the oncoming Civil War. Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> now everybody at work is going to think that's actually <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, no, Rob is going home because it is, uh, Maxon's birthday coming up and going home to celebrate family things. Uh, probably a good time to do it in between, uh, or before Thanksgiving and, and Christmas and things getting really crazy. But, uh, Yeah, he's gonna be gone. So next week we will do a uh, virtual episode like we have before, um, while he quarantines and gets tested, and the whole nine. Why Uh, why would I
1: have to quarantine? (laughs) It's not like I'm. It's not like we're in
0: the middle of a pandemic of some sort. Listen,
1: I'm not going out to a bar. All right, I'm taking a plane (laughs) across the country. That's all.
0: Hopefully, you'll be you'll be safe and sound, and when you get back, uh, you'll have a clean test, and we can we can resume here. I didn't realize
1: that uh being on the podcast was gonna be so much like doing pornography. <laughs> as soon as I get that clean test, <laughs> I can get back
0: into it. Well, in the meantime, you can do it virtually. It's so. <laughs> just like <laughs> pornography. Yeah. Um But yeah, I I I, we will for sure uh sort of have a bonus episode whenever the election is officially done. Uh we will have uh, uh, there might be a chance that this thing is called today as you're listening to the podcast uh if that is the case then we'll see if we can get on real quick but like uh you know basically look look for that whenever whenever everything is finalized and in the meantime we'll do virtual episodes until uh testing has resumed you
1: know you're doing everything that that cnn keeps telling us not to do Corey. like making people think that uh that they're listening on Facebook, it's getting an echo, and there's two things. Now, um, making people think that uh, that the election might be settled tomorrow. I mean, the honest truth is that the election is not going to be... The the likelihood of it being settled tomorrow is slim to none,
0: basically. Right. I mean, like, I, I think what, what we'll know is we'll know what the election day vote looks like. If the election day vote goes overwhelmingly for Biden, I feel like it's more likely that uh, we're looking at, like, a... <laughs> a a uh, huge colossal victory in the Electoral College. So it's one of those uh, there's so much up in the air. We don't know. So we'll we'll know. We'll 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 find out eventually and then we'll do a, a live show for that one to talk about all the <laughs> whatever's going on at that point.
1: Yeah, and and I was gonna say so Many uh, moons from now. Uh basically we'll be remote for next episode for sure, because I'll be coming back in on Monday afternoon. Right. Um and then Uh, For those of you who are running out to get your COVID test today because of those Halloween parties, uh, pointless. Because you got (laughs) to wait basically five to seven days. Uh, I'm going to go on Saturday, which will be five days from travel. And then I'll probably go again on Monday or Tuesday just to get the final like yes. Uh, And we've been doing really good on our testing. Like I think we got the last test we got. We got it back two days. So I'm assuming I'm going to a walk-up clinic for the same company that does the Dodger Stadium one. That we'll get it back in about two days. Uh, I'm also doing one before I go because I'm a responsible adult, and I don't understand why everyone's questioning. Why why are you getting a test before you go? Yeah. Because I'm about to go see my family. And if I show up in Maryland on Friday for my overnight flight on Thursday, and on my drive in, the phone goes off and is like, hey, you've tested positive. I'm going to immediately drive and check into a hotel and stay there one close to the hospital and stay there and see how things progress over the next day or two. And then for the birthday party that I'm going there for, if I feel all right on Sunday, when the party is there, like asymptomatic, I will strap on my, uh, gas mask. My, oh yeah. So I also bought a <laughs> gas mask. I bought a PM 100, uh, filtered gas mask, which is good against organics, gases, chemicals, literally Everything. Um, so basically, what uh, what a guy one of the guys told uh, like a comment that he made on on the mask itself was just basically like yeah. So um, yeah, you're not gonna feel and if like a bomb went off next to you, as long as you didn't die, mm-hmm. you're gonna breathe just fine. It's gonna filter particulates and everything out. Uh, and I, I, apparently, this is like the one of the best masks that you can get. And I'm getting it to protect me on um, an airplane, which. I felt really nervous about and I mean, Corey, we've talked about doing a drive home for Christmas, but like it's a long drive and somebody could come up sick during the drive. What
0: do you do? Yeah, that was that was my concern is that like you're home and then everything feels fine and then you get sick and then you're in Muncie, Indiana. Yeah. (laughs) And like you feel like you need to go to the hospital. And then well, and
1: if it was me, it would be fine because they would just leave me there and go back. Uh, but if it was Rachel, uh, Corey wouldn't leave the bedside. And then I, I wouldn't to leave if their you were cars there wouldn't leave them. Now I would want you to go like, I don't want anyone to be trapped in Indiana. I don't even want people <laughs> who live in Indiana to be trapped in Indiana. Um, but yeah, it's the more I read about airplanes where they're like, Hey, yeah, we've been worried about, you know, transmitting diseases for a lot longer than coronavirus. And, If everyone on the flight wears a mask, it's a negligible impact. Meaning, like, can't say zero, but pretty close to zero. Yeah. Now, not everyone's going to wear their mask the entire time. They're going to wait. And when, like, the stewardess isn't looking, they'll take it off to take some breaths. So even in that situation, they're saying it's, like, a 1% chance. Because they have HEPA-4 filters on the plane. And the air is forcibly recycled and blah, blah, blah. So I don't feel so bad about that. But uh, mask for the airport. Literally, like, Corey's going to drop me off mask is going to go on in the car and it's going to be as if I'm invading uh, some foreign planet. It's going to stay on (laughs) the entire time, uh, until I get to the rent a car counter somewhere and get in the other car. And then after I make a stop at Walmart and grab some, uh, any septic Uh, provisions. Well, it's like Clorox wipes really to wipe down the car. And I'll go ride down the highway with all the windows down, which sounds a lot better in California than it does in Maryland. Actually. Yeah. Then I'll finally take the
0: mask off. Uh, All the bleach will melt. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Or all the bleach will freeze. I mean,
1: (laughs) but I'll I'll, uh, take the mask off just in time for my phone to go off and be like, bad news. You (laughs) test positive. (laughs) All, the, all oh. the
0: precautions I took.
1: Uh, well, but see, because I am a normal human being, I will feel good that I protected everyone else on the plane from me Yeah, as well. Because, you know, as a human being, we should feel things for other people and want to protect them. And I don't understand why that is such a hard concept for everyone on my IG who posted <laughs> stories out at like parties with 300 people and no mask to understand
0: yeah, Who well, like to see their families. we'll get into that more in the coronavirus section. Yes. But yes, but first we wanted to you know, this is obviously going up on Election Day. Uh, like I said, there is a a small but not necessarily likely chance that we will have something to report tomorrow. But in the you know, we didn't really want to spend a whole lot of time talking about all the political issues like we normally do, because it, it's kind of irrelevant after <laughs> the election results come in. So yeah, figured... once
1: the shooting starts, Corey. I mean,
0: really, it's uh it's an irrelevant point. So <laughs> we figured we'd just run through some of the, the last minute things here and uh uh give some thoughts and then just move on to uh more fun and games for the rest of the episode, and by that I mean the pandemic that we're <laughs> going through. Um so yes, we're finally here. Thank God, right? I mean, I, I for all the for all the people who thought that there was going to be uh, uh trouble throughout these four years, I would say that uh people have waited very patiently for their chance to vote and i 'm proud of people for that you know like it, it's been a it 's been a very contentious almost four years at this point, and we 're almost at the finish line hopefully if <laughs> everything goes the way it 's supposed to go and uh oh, 're so
1: hopeful it 's so great to see people <sighs> who are so hopeful
0: i 'm trying i'm just trying not to give in to the despair of it all, you know, because I, I think that's the only th- there. There's either a modicum of hope or utter despair. <laughs> yep, <laughs> like I just yep. feel like I don't. I I don't want to go to the despair point until I know for sure I have to be there. <laughs> you know, like
1: it's absolutely necessary. I'm gonna avoid the despair. I mean,
0: to be fair, the despair part will come when Biden becomes president too. <laughs> Like, yes. it'll be like hope and like, ah, thank God. Finally, we got past this. And then I'll just be like, oh, fuck Joe Biden's press. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it was all going so well until I realized who I voted for. Uh, well, whatever. Listen, but-
1: hold your nose and vote, Corey. That's the way democracy <laughs> works. <sighs>
0: oh, man. I, I I We talked about this on the way here. I, I just think it's so funny that, like, you know, like w- w- maybe Joe wins the election. Maybe. Uh, the Democrats get the Senate. I think it's pretty safe that the Democrats will retain the House at this point. Um, I've if, if they seen...
1: don't, if if the Democrats don't retain the House on election day, yeah, let me tell you, there are other problems we got to yeah. worry about. Uh, because I think they're up by like 40 seats right now and then looking to get probably a bigger majority.
0: Yeah, I mean, on. like the, the, the likelihood, I think 538's projection was that the Democrats will have a 98% chance to win the House again. Yeah. So, it's a pretty foregone conclusion. Like everything else, is a lot more, a lot more in flux. Also, so. uh,
1: I'm not sure that Nate Silver saw the Twitter. So, I, in case he sees this, I want to post, uh, or I want to say, not post, not. Po- uh, I want to say, Nate, the best thing you can do tomorrow is to just spend the entire day posting tweets of this variety. Well, didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> We're recalculating the uh, projections, and we'll put something up shortly. And then never reposting it and being like, LOL, who would have thought, dot, dot, dot. Just that all day. All day, I want people to be losing their minds. I want people to be storming the doors of California polling places when they're in line at 8 p.m. Like, you are going to let me vote. (laughs) Um, in a state where it probably is pointless to be a Democrat and uh, actually storm a voting place. But, uh, let's say Arizona in Arizona, I want them to be storming the voting places, but I think that the story of this election is 77% Mm. and that number mean is is stands for right now of the people who have early voted this year, they make up 77% of the total vote from 2016. Yeah. There is a likelihood that Don Don Donald Trump yeah will in fact save this democracy, and in fact him being president and then running for re-election may cause the largest turnout in voting history, and that's in real terms because we our population grows every year yeah but also the largest turnout by population by like eligible voters in history yeah so. We're gonna hold we'll hold judgment. Uh, I am not gonna say thank you until I know he's gonna be the one
0: you know, leaving. Yeah, but I hate. I hope that the seventy seven percent and all the Trump people who've been secretly hiding out, the silent majority, they didn't vote for him the first time, and they're gonna. They can't wait to do it this time.
1: I, I mean, honestly, like again uh, uh, today, he mentioned the silent majority, um, and like offhandedly, his people were like like saying, "Well, you know, the silent majority is." it's not popular to be a Trump supporter right now. So the yeah. pollster calls, you say you're going to vote for Biden, but when you go in the poll, you actually vote for Trump. Yeah. Or uh, that, you know, you, you don't wear, you don't put a Trump flag in, in your car, you don't put a Trump sign in your yard, but you're going to vote for Trump. And you drive around these places, you see a lot of Biden signs. Well, it's cool to be a Biden voter. It's not cool to be a Trump voter, but we're going to get it back. And then I realized Trump didn't get a majority last time. Right. He got a electoral majority, but not a popular majority. So it's not really the silent majority. It's the silent plurality that controls the electoral college. So,
0: I mean, yeah. I, I think that there's a higher, you know, if we look at total votes for Trump 2016 to 2020, it will grow. Uh, I don't know why, because nothing of the last four years makes me feel like he deserves it more. But like, what is the
1: perennial question you're supposed to ask yourself at every election court?
0: Why did I do this to myself again? Well, no. I,
1: are you better off than you were four years ago? Yeah. And, like, I think it was Reagan who first said that. Right. Like, uh, about Jimmy Carter, which, I mean, it was true. People weren't. Stagflation and everything was terrible.
0: Um, Gas lines, the whole. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Iran uh, had uh, taken over the embassy. But that became came the perennial call. Like, again, in 88 uh, or 84, Reagan was like, are you better off now than you were four years ago? And people said, yeah, I am. All right, I'll keep this guy in office. And Mm -hmm. he won like 49 of the states, I think. Yeah. Everything but the home state of the other guy.
0: Yeah, Mondale. Mondale, right, yeah. Took Minnesota, and that's it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And I I mean, it's harder to do that now, but going into the Obama years- It's
0: impossible to do (laughs) again. I couldn't imagine. If we couldn't get 50 states against Trump, like- and that's, you know, like, for people who are, like, ardent Trump supporters, like, you know, like, I, I'm i not saying this to be- constantly belittle the man. I'm saying that he is not an ideal candidate. Like, oh. if, there was, if there was somebody who was going to get a 50-state, it, like, it's not going to be Marco Rubio. Like, no. he's going to win some state, like, somewhere along the way. You know, Trump is the same way. He's going to win some states along the way just because that's how the demographics of the state work out. But, like... This would be the you know somebody who isn't a politician would be the easiest layup for a fifty state <laughs> slamming. Them. Yeah, I
1: mean, I disagree. I think Biden, any other year, any other decade previous to this one, might have been the guy. I mean, it would it, it, it a would centrist Democrat who's like
0: eh, you know. Basically it would it would be a it would be a uh, it would be easier for a Republican to do it on a Democrat. Wayne
1: Gilchrist runs for
0: president. Yeah.
1: And you're like, oh, oh well, yeah, I like this guy. He's down to earth. I could have a beer with him. And the Democrats are like, yeah, but yeah, what about? And he's like, yeah, abortion, I don't really care. Yeah. I don't really care about that. It's like, <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep the economy strong. And uh, you do what you want to do. Yeah. And, and Wayne was so, a Republican, though. That was the, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, 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 you're probably right. That Republicans would never vote for a Democrat, but Democrats would be like, well, you know, like, there's nothing I disagree about with this guy. And then Bernie's running against him. And I definitely don't side with Bernie. So, yeah. uh, all right.
0: I mean, it would take like a it, the the thing is that it takes such a outsider, yeah, type of can, candidate. Like you, you have to think, even though the Republican Party has totally wrapped their arms around Trump and they're the Trump Party for he's, better yeah, or he's, worse. He's an outsider now. It, yeah. You know, it's not like he is uh, an AOC to the rest of the Democratic Party. She's a little bit on the fringe as opposed to everyone else. The Bernie on the yeah. on the party is a little bit more fringe. So if you're somewhere in the middle. Then you think like, oh well, maybe, maybe it's better to vote for Trump than it is to vote for Biden or Bernie, like because he's so far out there, yeah, or AOC because she's so far out there. But. If
1: anybody's wondering why everybody lined up behind Biden, it's because everyone on the left is intelligent and they're like, Bernie, buddy, we love you. This is not the year <laughs> we need to go as far right as possible to just make sure. Because by the way, Bernie would probably be losing in a lot of places right now. Biden is making Texas. Texas is competitive. Georgia is competitive. North Carolina,
0: Florida. Like see but I, I there's also a part of uh of Bernie which i feel like is a little fire versus fire cuz you get that like New York like don't take shit kind of attitude with Bernie. Okay, yeah. So like i feel like in the cuz i i really feel like there's a lot of people who vote for Trump because he makes fun of Democrats and they don't like make fun of him back in the same way. Yeah. So like there's like a strength in that. So he's the strong one who's always putting down the people who are wrong and they don't have anything to say back to him other than the usual racism, rape, <laughs> whatever they're going to throw at him, which his supporters are just totally about, you know, like, oh, that's not happening. It's it's all lies. It's all fake. Uh, but I think I, the thing that Trump would have wanted
1: is Bernie because. Bernie oh, fires would, up what Bernie made, fires up your base too.
0: Oh yeah, I mean like being able to make the Antifa super soldier argument would be a lot easier with Bernie than it yes. would be with Biden because clearly uh Biden is not on the left side of the Democratic Party so. No. Uh
1: and and just so it's clear because uh Cory made sure to
0: say he wasn't degrading the candidate.
1: I am absolutely degrading <laughs> Trump and I don't think he's worthy of the office. Um, I
0: I don't think so. he's worthy either. I was saying like I'm not trying to degrade him as like uh I wasn't trying to say that this is going to be an easy 50 point 50 state slam that Biden is about to, you know, hmm. go on. I didn't want people to think that I'm like way ahead of what's happening here. I okay. was just saying, like, although I mean <laughs> much some... like if the Orioles were playing the Dodgers in the World Series, yeah. I, would, I would be like, well, you know, if ever there was a time, <laughs> like, you know, I'd be making all the excuses I could. And I'd be talking about how the Orioles would win this thing, even though they clearly will not. Yeah. Like. It's not me, you know, I'm not disrespecting the opponent by talking about how the Orioles are clearly going to win because I'm just talking about this from a perspective issue as opposed to a X's and O's. You know, if I'm breaking it down the game film, I'm like, clearly this these teams are not on the same level.
1: Like, and, and uh, I mean, you can kind of see that that uh, hedging bets that Corey is doing as well on the news. No. CNN, two different desk people today. One of them said, this is a virtual dead heat. It, Trump is edging it out. And the other one opened with like will will joe biden hit 400 electoral votes and i was like wait a second yeah what now and then like, they went to the board and then uh, i told you they did the um uh let's show you how many ways this could end up 269 269 yeah. and i was just like why would you even put that in my head uh because by the way there's nine there are yeah. nine ways that based on the 2016 map we can still get a 269 tie
0: well i mean so let's look at this realistically and i mean like the problem is that nobody expected trump to win and now because he had won, people are like it's gonna happen again somehow it's going the the everything's going to align in such a way that this happens again uh in all the swing state polls as of right now biden is ahead in some of these polls he's ahead by basically the margin of error so yeah, some of them. Right. So, I mean, like, if you're talking about, like, a, a he has, like, a one-point lead in Texas in, like, one of the polls that I saw, like, which is well within the three-and-a-half point margin of error. Yeah. So, if Trump were to win by two in Texas, then it's not like the poll was wrong. It's just, no. like, they told you in the range it was going to be. Yeah.
1: He's up in by 10 in uh, North Carolina, I think. Yeah. But the margin of error on the poll is, like, 6%. So, right. it's greater than the margin of error. If Trump wins by 5%, I'm going to have some questions for North Carolina pollers and be like, "How did you miss that much of a swing?" Right. If Trump wins by 5,000 votes in one county and that swings the state, you're like, "Okay, so it was outside the margin of error. You missed it, but you didn't miss it by that much."
0: And I'll tell you the the pollsters in 2016 weren't that far off. No. Like people want to give you know, like pollsters across the board, a lot of shit. They want to give 538 a lot of shit. Like, I understand why they said there was a 90% chance that Hillary would win, much like they say there's a 90% chance that uh, Biden would win. I think the one noticeable difference between this election and that election, though, is that uh, people are really serious about state polls now way more than they were before. Yeah. Uh. So people, I, I haven't heard a lot of people talking about, like, oh, Biden's up by 10 nationally a lot. I hear a lot more people saying, like, We've been doing polling in Michigan. Yeah. We're good in Michigan. We're good in Wisconsin. We're good in Minnesota. We're good in these states. Uh, oh, you are not going to be happy about what just happened. Did Gronk score three touchdowns? Uh, he just scored one. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, are the the Bucks back in this game? Uh, I think they just scored two. They've scored twice
1: in this, ha- in this uh, quarter. Okay. So, yeah. hope
0: they both weren't Gronk. <laughs> mm, let's hope not. I just saw
1: him dancing, and I'm like, oh, I recognize that.
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I think that... Uh, there was a chance of being caught by surprise in the last poll because people in Michigan didn't necessarily think that Hillary was going to lose cuz that was a not reliable democratic vote but a semi reliable democratic the blue wall Cory Biden. the blue wall So i don't i i just imagine that it, i imagine that with with all the effort that they've put in in Michigan and Wisconsin and Minnesota and Pennsylvania and Ohio since the election has started i mean like if you look at Joe Biden this past week it's just been going back and yeah. forth between the Great Lakes states, essentially. You know, and, like, and
1: Kamala's been in Arizona and Texas and North Carolina, Georgia, Florida. Obama has basically lived in Florida the yeah. last week. So. I mean, he was
0: in Georgia earlier this morning, and he was in Florida tonight. Uh, you know, th- there's a lot of mo- – and Trump's everywhere, literally everywhere. <laughs> like going to all the same swing states that, you mm-hmm. know, Biden and Kamala are. Funny, uh, when you don't
1: have to pay for the gas for the jet. You yeah, it's amazing. Make it all over the place, so –
0: well, there's also a lot—I bet these campaigns have a lot more money than they anticipated just because of the way the coronavirus is going these days, you know?
1: Well, I, I think you'd be right about the Democrats. I'm not sure you're right about the Republicans because apparently Trump uh, or Biden had out, uh, out-raised yeah. two to one yeah. uh, going in. So, uh, I mean, everything's leaning the right the right way. I don't think that Biden's going to hit 400 electoral votes. I also am hoping that it's not going to end up in a 269-269 tie
0: yeah to that go would back be, to that would be bad
1: to go uh, but not really, because here's what happens if it ends up in a two sixty nine two sixty nine tie it goes to the house, not this house, although that would be fine. yeah, it goes to the next house where there will be an even greater majority of Democrats likely, and the house chooses the president, yeah, then it goes to the Senate, and the Senate chooses a vice president um, which is how. It makes sense when it used to be that you voted for one or the other, not for a ticket. But yeah. uh, it's also likely uh, that the Democrats are going to take the Senate. They need to flip three seats to, to get into the majority. And Jamie Harrison is actually winning in South Carolina right now.
0: The margin rare, but yes. Yes, within yeah. the margin of
1: error, <laughs> but, but leading. And Mark Kelly, what Trump has done to uh, Martha uh, McSally, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, a shame. I, I feel bad for her. Yeah. I feel bad for the Republicans. I,
0: Well, I mean, like, I think Lindsey Graham is going to have one of those, like, cold water on his face days here sooner rather than later. Yep. Where he's just like, what did I do? Like, <laughs> I had it all in the bag and I just gave it away. Like, See,
1: I, I don't know if that's going to be true, though. I think that there is a chance he's like, well, finally I get to live my life how I want. And he's going <laughs> to move to the village and uh, get a nice studio apartment and he'll be living his life. Um, but so they need one Fun more. Fun theme costumes <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> they need one more seat uh there are six more that are up that are not uh, that are leaning rather than solid yeah and uh so they have to pick up one more after that and there's a chance that it'll be a 53 47 split with a vice president who's going to be obviously not even tie- breaking a tie but uh will be a democrat theoretically so um uh oh yeah no because the vice president can't oh that's right okay so It's not Senate vote by um, individual. It's vote by state. Oh, that's right. That is why the new the new Congress would be important, because that would give the Democrats state enough state parties to elect the president. Yeah. The problem is they still wouldn't have the votes in the Senate, I don't think.
0: I don't like that. We're talking about elections. Like we're talking about what's going to happen on the season finale of the walking dead. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's very unnerving to
1: me. Well, I don't know if you've seen, uh, speaking of the walking dead, uh, the fence that was built around the white house today, yeah. as if maybe zombies were going to be attacking later on this afternoon. Yeah. Um, because, uh, I, all jokes aside, like there is a chance. I, 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 let's just go ahead and, and move, I guess, down to that point. They Trump, supporters ran Biden Harris bus off the road in Texas. There are multiple reports that people with BLM stickers and Biden stickers. uh, Like I watched a full length, 40 minute long video of a woman who is by herself Mm. being driven off the road into a parking lot and then surrounded by cars with people, grown men with guns strapped to their chest being like, get out of the car. We ain't going to hurt you. Get out the car. She got out of the car, and I was just like looking at my phone, screaming like, "Don't get out of the car! What are you thinking about?" Like, I don't want to watch. It's not live leak. I don't want to watch a murder take place right (laughs) here. Um, but there are crazy people with guns, and yeah, I, I said when we were doing our pre-show, it's like it's weird because the far right is very much like. We're the president is going to win this, and if he doesn't win it, then somebody cheated, and we're going to make sure he does win. And then you have the moderate Republicans who are like, We're not really, uh, we're not invested in this whatsoever. And then you got the moderate left that is just like, Uh, listen, violence is never the answer. And you have the far left, uh, <laughs> people like the John Brown Gun Club who are posting videos of like, Our enrollment is higher than ever, yeah. and uh, There's an artist named Bamboo who is a far left communist uh, rapper who decided Saturday was the perfect time to drop his new uh, album. The leading track, track number one, is We Got Guns Too. Um, So, I mean, it's like the right and left are both basically looking at this as an opportunity. It's Germany in 1933. It's like, hey, uh, fascists want to kill communists. Communists want to kill fascists. They're looking for an excuse to do that on the street. And everyone might be stuck in the middle. Um, and the president is barricaded in the house and, uh, obviously that's not ideal. I mean, yeah, hey, it's not ideal. <laughs> it would probably be fine if it happened, but it's not, <laughs> I ideal. mean,
0: I, this whole thing is making me, this is the part that's making me nervous. Cause Trump obviously at the debate, the first debate was talking about how there was going to have to be poll watchers and yeah. all that sort of stuff. I've never been. Nervous about going to vote before. But if you and, just stop
1: saying poll, they're election observers. Stop saying poll watchers. Yeah, just, that gets me nervous by itself.
0: Well, not only that, because I I just imagine a lot of people with like fucking, <laughs> like you know overalls showing up at like I want to be a poll watcher, and so it's just like you needed to sign up for this a long time before now. <laughs> like this is not, it's not how you don't show up on election day saying you want to watch people vote. Like this think- is.
1: Listen, a guy shows up with a Trump shirt. They're like, "You got to be more than 60 feet from the opening of the door. And he's like, all right. And he pulls up, parks his truck, and sits his MG42 machine yeah. gun right outside. Uh, but I think you made an interesting point, though, that, like, the Repo- the, those far-right Republicans think, like, well, we're going to scare the Democrats. But they're also going to scare moderate Republicans from coming to polls. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, if I, if I was going to vote for Trump, and I showed up, and I saw a bunch of people with guns outside... I wouldn't vote for him. I wouldn't go in. I wouldn't vote. Well, and that's the thing is, like, I think
1: Democrats are far more fired up about like, we're not, we're not fired up about Biden. Yeah. Got to get somebody else in there. So we're going to go. We'll wait in a four hour line. We're going to do it. But if you're a moderate Republican, who's just like, oh, all right.
0: Like, I'll I don't really with- love Trump, but I'm a Republican. So I feel like I have to. I'll
1: go vote for Trump. But then you see a dude with a AK 47 outside the polling place. I think you're like, fuck this. Yeah. Now, I mean, if you are a, uh, 80 year old black woman in Atlanta maybe you're just like they're not going to scare me off I'm going to go vote you being here makes me want to vote more right but if you're a upper middle class white guy in Atlanta you're just like mm, I look like them but I don't know that they're going to
0: care uh, I also have a Mercedes and how do I how do I explain myself that's yeah. the worst part like you know like <laughs>
1: how what am I going to say to these guys to get them to not shoot me uh <laughs> You used to be, uh, I could just be white, but uh I got that car, so... I mean, maybe I have
0: to, like, zig-heil them on the way in or something like that? Is that how you... <laughs> is that the secret and, handshake that gets you through, like...
1: I mean, that is the thing. If you're a moderate Republican and you're thinking, like, am I going to have to, like, these guys <laughs> on the way in to get through safely? I'm just not going to fucking go in. I'm going to get back in my car. I'm going to go home. Because it doesn't mean that much to
0: me. Walking through the guns is going, like, keep up the good work, boys, and then go in and just vote for Biden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, and honestly... If you are a moderate and you're like, yeah, listen, the <laughs> CNN's blowing it out of proportion. Go in, and in
0: there with your overalls and just get to the thing. And it's just like, you know, a lot of people have fucking done
1: it. <laughs> I, but I mean, if you're a moderate and you're like, all right, uh, this is weird and disconcerting. And I thought CNN was blowing it out of proportion. But guy with a gun outside of my polling place, like, yeah, keep up the good work, boys. And go inside and be like, we got to put an end to this shit.
0: Like, yeah. maybe right. it blows back in your face. I don't know. I I'm I'm very nervous about everything but also hopeful that things will be will be okay. Uh and it, honest to god, like we we're, we're just in this horrible place because uh the Democrats it's in their best interest to make it seem like this is not in the bag. Yeah. Because who knows what happens and you don't want to depress the vote. And if you say remember Biden, last year,
1: remember last or last time. Yeah.
0: Remember last time, A and B, if you said something like, well, Biden's got this in the bag. Thank you, everybody. No need to show up on Tuesday. Then there's a chance you lose. Yeah. So th- it's in their best interest to say. And, you know, they do this with like polls when people are just like, oh, we have Biden up by, you know, 10 in this state. And so like, well, 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 that's not what our polls are saying. It's yeah. Much closer in our polls. So, Wait, What's experiment. your poll say? Oh, I mean, I don't have the numbers right. We'd oh, yeah, rather of me, not get into it right now, but <laughs> uh, what we need is everyone in Alaska to vote. That's that's basically what this says. It's way too close to call. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but like...
1: I need just... everybody in Maryland to go out and vote. <laughs> By the way, if... Yeah. if, uh, if everybody, any... everybody in California, put the chains on your tires and get out there and vote. If Maryland or California is uh, leaning red at the end of... Uh, <laughs>
0: If uh, you, November third. If you hear uh, if you hear Joe Biden on drive time in LA trying to get people out to vote, you know you got your Things are going back.
1: <laughs> things are going very poorly. <laughs> Although to be fair, uh, <laughs> Hillary did do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. Hmm.
1: But she lost, so I mean, maybe it was the right <laughs> so, thing. Yeah, that was, it really shouldn't be there. That's why though. it happened. Although she won California, and that was part of the reason she won the popular vote. So. Yeah,
0: and I I mean honestly, if. If your vote, this is true. If your vote wasn't important, then people wouldn't try and take it away from you. That's and what Trump is trying to do between the calls for invalidating votes or lawsuits from the GOP in various states. You know, the, the GOP just lost a suit to throw out one hundred fifty thousand votes in Harris County in Texas, mm-hmm. which is where Houston is.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> the next county over, very hardcore Republican, mm-hmm. also has drive by balloting. No Didn't problem. challenge yeah. it whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> they and the argument they were trying to make in Harris County was like, we have to be delicate because we don't want someone to use this against us in the counties around here that also offer this. So right. it's like, well, in Harris County, being an urban area, it, it's, like,
0: it's more rife right. for abuse. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. they Whatever.
1: have to deal with higher traffic, and because <laughs> of that,
0: it's. A, and I'm like, all right, okay, all right. I mean. Uh- I effectively believe that everyone who, who votes should have their vote counted. Yes. If it's clearly, uh, if there's some sort of problem, like, you know, if the if the signature is nowhere close to the same, then put it aside. Sure. Like, alert the person that their ballot isn't correct and see what they want to do about it. Uh, I feel like everything should be in by election day. Not necessarily, like, to the board of election, but, like, in postmarked man. by election yeah. day. Uh, You know, the, the Pennsylvania one. The Supreme Court case, like I'm kind of on two sides of that issue because uh, I think that all the votes should count as long as they're postmarked by Election Day. The ones that have no postmark at all, I'm a little bit like I could see why you could throw those, but at the same time, like how many votes is that really going to be? Yeah, like you know, like it, it, you could reasonably be a person who dropped their mail, dropped it in the mail on you know the 14th or something like that, and it just never it got lost in the post office somewhere yep. and didn't get sent until way later. So,
1: and my problem with that is that they use that, the very small number of votes that might be impacted by no postmark. Cause by the way, yeah. it, do you know how much work it has to do to get to somebody without, without a, a postmark? Po- yeah, yeah. But then they use that as a, well, and if you're going to say that, then also this and also this and also this and also this, and now we're going from a very small number to a meaningful number of votes. Which is tr- that's the troublesome part of it, yeah. um, and again, where should we really be talking about uh our election as a and as if it was a a, a post zombie apocalypse uh movie uh, I will retort you by saying though that uh, Emma Goldman once said that if voting changed anything, they would make it illegal, so actually, maybe that's not a retort, now that I think about it because they're trying to make voting illegal, yeah. So, therefore, maybe it is making a difference now,
0: um and maybe the Republicans are just realizing that i don't know well, I mean like you know you know how how you're the way you know you're dealing with a corrupt industry is if your name was in Georgia and it was taken off a voter roll before Kemp became governor yeah, like in the in the lead up to the election, and all of a sudden, your name comes off a voter roll, I would be more of the mind to say that anyone who comes off a voter roll should be in suspension for. A long period of time. Mm-hmm. At least at least an election's worth of time in between. You know, so if you were taking off the voter roll in twenty sixteen before the election, even if you didn't vote in twenty sixteen, you shouldn't be completely out of the books until twenty twenty. Yeah. And then if you show up and say, Hey, I'm here, I was in a coma for the last six years then they could just be like, Oh, cool, flip the switch and you're good to vote again. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. like that would be a way that you would make it seem like Oh, they really care about my, my pro me being involved in this democratic process. But if it involves, oh well, you went off the roll, so you got to reapply, and it's going to take six months. And you know, them's the rules. And like, then it makes it seem like, oh, they don't want me to do this. So, so
1: I did some episodes about this for Rob Explains. I encourage everybody to check them out. But uh, all of this, by the way, means absolutely nothing because your vote doesn't really count for the presidency. Mm-hmm. You are electing electors right who will then vote for the president and still in 12 of the 50 states 13 if you count the District of Columbia we they have no laws against faithless electors so now all the ones that are gonna matter actually do have laws like Wisconsin Michigan Ohio Indiana uh, Florida Pennsylvania all have like faithless elector laws you can't you have to vote the way that the person was elected but um, popular vote really means nothing uh, Hillary won the vote. Well,
0: a national vote. popular vote, no. Yeah, it doesn't.
1: And, and statewide, though, doesn't necessarily mean anything either because um, you're elected by district. So my vote went into District 1 in uh, Maryland, which technically means it's probably worthless because although Maryland is going to go for Biden, yeah, District 1 electors are most certainly going to be Republican.
0: Yeah, more than likely.
1: Yeah, now they're going to probably not even show up to the Electoral College meeting for Maryland because... <laughs> what's the point you're going to be outvoted by a lot but um yeah it, it's it's still district one but uh that is anyway re- watch the uh or listen to the things on the electoral college because yeah. people have this misunderstanding of like oh well i'm voting for the president like no you're not uh you're voting for somebody who's going to vote for the president and why is that important and
0: yeah we're just so everyone knows we're we're a uh, we're not a democracy per no. se. We're, we are a
1: federal republic. Yeah. with democratic election processes.
0: Yeah, so you vote for somebody who votes on your behalf, basically. Yeah, is the easier way of saying it. Well, so
1: we elect presidents the same way that we make laws. You vote for someone who then votes for the law. Yeah, you vote for someone who votes for the president. Right, that's how it works. Um, but we are going to be remote next week, no matter what. Um, and uh, you know, being that I will be on the eastern shore of Maryland. There is a chance that uh, if I can't get a flight out, uh, you know, if somebody from, I don't know, Dundalk shoots down a plane in B- a BWI and they shut down the whole airport, mm-hmm. uh, or Philadelphia, because apparently Philadelphia is, is a third world country, according <laughs> to the President of the United <laughs> States. Either. Um, that I might be stuck And if I'm stuck Then rest assured We'll still have the episode It'll just be like That guy from uh, Baghdad uh, In the 91 <laughs> war
0: You'll be doing it From your phone I'll just hide Under it's a table like, With my phone Can we get like Effects on OBS To make it seem like it's cut- The feed's cutting out 100% <laughs> uh, Yeah
1: It'll just be like uh, Static-y
0: And uh, actually We can Here's, actually Turn here- it
1: down too So it won't be 720p It'll be
0: 360p Here's what I would Like you to do I would like you to Go to a, to a pet store Of some kind and get a hamster and a wheel Mm. and then put it in the background of the shot and just like anytime the hamster slows down, we'll just like cut down the the resolution. (laughs) Like, like, oh, I'm sorry, Sparky's getting a little tired. Internet might go down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... Uh, I could just use the actual hamster that they use at their house to power the internet, I mean like it's I guess not gonna it, be in the background of the shot, but you know,
0: I guess you could move to where that part of the
1: yeah, house yeah I could do that yeah <laughs> absolutely uh and it, I guess if we get the cow that's like you know circling to power the house, yeah, uh, that might be part of an interesting shot too, so <laughs> yeah, I live in the country, guys, uh, who would have thought that, but uh, so don't stress tomorrow or don't stress today as you're listening to this, um unless again you see that like. Maryland has gone for for for, uh, for Trump. Yeah, uh, Maryland, New York, California, all calling in the Trump column.
0: We it got time to worry. Yeah, we got <laughs> it time to worry.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, uh, it's probably going to be fine.
0: Yeah, I'm, um, hopeful. Well, I'm hopeful. I was going to say
1: the election's going to be fine because we're also possibly all going to die from coronavirus, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: I'm terrified about the day of TV ahead of me, but I'm I'm hopeful Yeah, the eventual does It's just like it
1: doesn't get like they're going to be distracted by the election for a couple of days and then right back to 100,000 cases a day yeah. of
0: coronavirus, so that's
1: super awesome.
0: Uh, One of them, including, by the way, is uh, Marlon Humphreys of the Ravens, who uh, announced today on Twitter, I got the run, <laughs> which is how he told everyone.
1: Oh, I'm looking for the tweet. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't think it's saved. Oh. Oh well, oh well, okay. Well, we don't have it, but yeah, uh, yeah. By the way, uh, best announcement ever of how you got Corona. <laughs> I got Corona. <laughs> I'm waiting to get healthy in a couple of days. Thanks, buddy.
0: <laughs> really makes me feel better after the loss. We got we don't have Marlon Humphreys now too, so hopefully he can recover quickly and the effects are not long term or uh, thoughts and prayers. Yeah,
1: thoughts and prayers. Um, That's how it works, right? <clears> That's how you think things better.
0: But yes, 100,000 cases over the weekend. Uh 99,371 on Saturday I think it was. Yep. Uh which by the way, just in case you were trying to keep track at home, is more than the entire country of Japan has had during the entire, entire entirety of the pandemic.
1: And and just so that people aren't confused, total cases. They've yeah. had
0: 99 <laughs> 99,000 cases. That was throughout a single entirety day of the thing.
1: <laughs> single day in America equal to all of Japan. For the entire time
0: yeah and uh yes, Japan is a smaller country than America, and it's a little bit different blah 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 blah, but still that's a pretty big discrepancy a lot of, just a lot a, of cases just as a thing and uh or a, a, a constant reminder, it doesn't have to be this bad uh we we could we could certainly do better about this whole thing like it, it, it doesn't we could have done more to to keep uh people from dying, and we can still do more. Including wear your mask, stay away from people. Corey, uh, I limit your exposure inside to people who are not within your household. It's like spooky season, and <laughs> I will
1: be damned if I don't go out to a bar or a party. I did not yeah. order this outfit on Amazon three days ago, then complain that it was one day late from the one day shipping to not wear it right out
0: somewhere. Yeah. Uh it makes me Sometimes I wonder when people make decisions like that, if they think about, like, where this could eventually lead. Like, I'm in California, right? My family's in Maryland. Mm -hmm. If I get sick and I go to the ICU, because I had to go to tequila (laughs) for their Halloween party, right? Uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) Because Hollywood Boulevard at a bar seems like the greatest place to go on Halloween night. Yeah. um, Uh, Halloween. At a Rona season.
1: Hollywood just there is no coronavirus. It's people walking around with no masks. The bars are fully open. It's like, hey, we uh, have a sunroof and we just took this glass out. So we're technically an outside bar now. Come on in. Uh I I
0: just uh I I I I think sometimes about like how worth it is it, is it to do something potentially dangerous if like I would end up in an ICU and maybe die alone without anyone near me. Mm-hmm. Like that upsets me. Uh or getting somebody sick, that really upsets me too. Like, I'm more worried about say, that.
1: than The dying alone part would be like somebody coming over and whispering and being like, good news, it looks like little Timmy who got sick because you went to the post office that day. Yeah. Looks like he might pull through.
0: <sighs> good. Tell my family to stay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like I, I, there are people who are literally dying alone. And like yep. I, I just don't get what is worth it about you know, like going out for Halloween. Like, I get it. I like Halloween. I like going out and doing things under normal circumstances. I mean, I don't. Uh, I like Halloween.
1: I like dressing up. I like parties. A couple of years ago, we had a party here. Yeah. it was like 10 10 people over, and it's great. But those 10 people, if we think back, were from eight different circles, other than the four people who lived here. So,
0: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know.
1: What is worth it? And what is worth your life? And the thing that I, I... I'm continually trying to get through to even just the people who we hang out with. It's like, uh, the college football player who contracted it was asymptomatic and then went in for testing afterward. And they're like, you have the lungs of a 55 year old smoker and your heart has had incredible amounts of damage, but I didn't even get sick. Apparently it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, your just body as it's fighting it off will damage your own cells in order to fight off the virus. And those cells just don't recover. So, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I know you thought you were going to play professional football, but uh, doesn't think I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Um, okay, I'm a forty year old former ish smoker. Yeah. I, that's that's ICU time for me. Like even asymptomatic, just like all of a sudden I'm in the ICU. Like I don't know. I what is it worth it? Yeah. Um. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, again, I'm I'm wearing a uh, $170 gas mask on an airplane yeah. to go home. Just to because I'm, I'm literally at the point where I need to get a break. I know myself, and I can't... I've been working from home a little bit. I can't work. I can't be at home because I will work even if I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. The only way I can do it is to go somewhere and be distracted and just go do it. Yeah. I'd love to go to Vegas. Not in the cards yeah. right now. Um, and... I know we're probably going to miss the family for Thanksgiving. And if things keep going this way, honestly, I probably won't go home for Christmas because it's just not worth it to me.
0: I mean, I I, I can't I can't see a safe way of doing it. That's the worst part. Like if there was a safe way to do it, then I would I would do almost anything to sort of have like some family time and stuff like that. But it just doesn't make sense. And, And furthermore, like, you know, for for me and Rachel, it's a little bit different because it's like whenever the pope comes to visit your town. Yeah. Like there's a procession of people who come when whenever we go home and uh you know like it it, it would suck to like say like oh i can't see anybody because i'm only going to be home you know i'm going to be home for the first time all year but i'm not going to be able to see anybody because i can't really go and hang out with you guys and
1: and i mean that that's the thing is mm -hmm. like
0: uh we could all go to a park and be separate but then like how much fun is that really going to be in december yeah
1: in maryland i remember two years ago we went to that bar on um uh in case, O'Donnell, uh, yeah. yeah, And it was like negative five out in front of the bar. And it's just like, that's, that would be what it was. It's, yeah. we would just be outside freezing. Um, and as I, I would want to go home and see my family, but then at the same time, it's like, you are, you really cannot, you cannot do anything else with anyone else, but we're going to a state where people aren't really thinking that. And that's the other problem. Like, my parents, for as conservative as they are, literally have shut themselves in. Yeah. And my sister goes to the house. She goes grocery shopping for them, apparently. And, like, that's the only contact they have, which my dad has spent the last 60 years of his life, basically, like, being a preacher and a pastor. I can't imagine what he is going through. Yeah. But, like, then for me to introduce myself into that, and I'm going to be hearing from people, like, oh, no, man, we're... Like, oh, well, Doc's is outside. They have the whole outside bar area, and like the tables are 10 feet apart, so it's totally fine. It's like, yeah, you and I, not in the same circle, bro. Yeah. I don't know where you've been. Like, I can't go out and see. But I also know I'm dumb. And at some point, my mom will guilt trip me and say, you should go out with your friends. And then I'm flying back six weeks from now for a couple of funerals for my wanting to go out for one night. And that's worst case, but it's possible.
0: The, the, the part that really upsets me about this whole thing is that we could have definitely done more to, to not be in this situation now. Like, hopefully... Like, if you're living in South Korea, again, not the same thing as the United States, but still a shockingly low amount of cases that have been reported and closer to the uh, epicenter of where this whole thing started. Like, Maybe. Well, yeah. Maybe. We'll it, see. <laughs> we'll see what Trump has to say about all well, that.
1: Well, no, no. Uh, apparently, uh, there was... there. <laughs> All right, so I'm writing a uh, QAnon uh, parody, so look for that in a while.
0: But, um, parody or a manifesto on eight chan?
1: No, it's a it's a parody. Uh, it's to the tune of uh, "Truth Hurts" by Lizzo. Um, and uh, anyway, so I I went into like look it for some lingo that they're using on QAnon uh, or uh, conspiracy forums. And one of the things that uh, I saw on there is that not QAnon because it's not in their ballpark, but that. There was actually possibly someone sick in the u s with coronavirus in November who then traveled to China and may have actually caused an outbreak in rural China, which mm-hmm. then spread further, yeah, so it may actually may be like the Spanish flu, which by the way, we call it the Spanish flu, it actually started in Kansas in the United States, traveled to Spain where it spread among soldiers, and then went back across all the world and we called it Spanish flu because that's where it started, but it wasn 't really from Spain it was from the u s so it may be that uh, the United States is actually the source of uh, the coronavirus, so that'll be fun. Yeah, to do some
0: epidemiology in a few years. Hopefully not. Let's <laughs> let's hope not, because then the uh, the whole uh, China's going to pay thing is going to be very interesting. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it turns out it was us the whole time.
1: Yeah, I um I, another reason to hope and hope that uh, that Joe Biden gets elected because uh, I imagine there's going to be a lot of like. Uh, listen, I'm not saying I'm sorry. I'm not saying we're sorry, but you know, we're sorry. <laughs> that guy does not speak for the rest of us. So about that whole tr- trade war, can we just call that whole thing off or I uh, think Xiaoping seems like, a, or nah, what's his name? Um, uh, Deng Xiaoping was definitely early nineties. I don't know who I'm thinking of the current, current, uh, premier of China. Oh, Xi.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. seems
1: like a reasonable guy.
0: Xi Jinping. Uh,
1: Xi Jinping. That's right. Uh, and I feel like, uh, If Joe Biden gets in, he can get him to like, listen, uh, that guy doesn't speak for us. Can we just back away from this whole trade war thing and just settle it all out? Yeah, I feel like he would come to the table on that. Yeah. Like, yeah, listen, uh, let's go back to most favored nation status for three years and we'll reinstitute the tariffs pre-Trump. Deal. All right. (laughs) Sure. Let's do that for a while. Um, But, uh, I I, so I talked about it uh, on Rob Explains about uh, Halloween being the... uh, celebrated worldwide as kind of the darkest days. It's the new year for a lot of ancient cultures. Yeah. And I feel like we are really getting that now. Uh, the spookier time wasn't Halloween. It was, it's the Sunday and Monday before election day. Yeah. <laughs> so When COVID numbers hit nearly or hit a thousand, essentially just lower testing and um, people are dying and hospitals are going to fill up in a week and there's an election and uh, we are all, Oh, Hey, by the way, it got dark at like four forty-five today. Yeah. D- d- could really, can we just put an end to this whole daylight savings thing? Like, <laughs> <it's> killing me. <laughs> the actual sleep was nice though. Um, but uh, yeah, we we are. I know we're we're already looking at running long, but there was a couple of other stories from
0: the week that I want to make sure we get to. Should we just uh, uh, lightning round through the rest of the yes, stuff yeah, here? Yeah, let's do that.
1: So, uh, uh, I'll call him friend of the show, DeRay McKesson, um, who we did an interview of. Uh, ooh, wow. Um, twenty sixteen.
0: Four years ago now. Yeah, because yeah. it was during the election oh, when by he was the way, running for mayor.
1: Shout out to uh, everyone. Uh, seven years ago today, Corey and I sat down for the episode zero of the podcast. Yeah,
0: the practice podcast. Wow. Seven years. Uh, that's, that's one piece of advice I, I give a lot of podcasters. So anyone who's listening and thinking about doing podcasting themselves, do one practice episode that's for nobody or just selected people like make one and then send it out to people and say, like, what do you think? And then apply it to what you will eventually do. Yeah.
1: Now you don't have to do it in November and then wait until April to do episode one. (laughs) You could go a little quicker, but. We fixed uh, a lot of stuff. And also I think in that time is when we were talking about we should do YouTube. Like we should also do YouTube. Like that's going to be a thing. We should get the video started. Uh, And we were doing it on two video cameras. Yeah. At the time.
0: Yeah. And then editing it like the two video. yeah.
1: Oh, my. Uh, anyway, so seven years from that, four years ago, we uh, interviewed DeRay. Probably. No, it was in the springtime, I guess. Uh, anyway, nonetheless. Um, so a unnamed officer in Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, sued him because he was injured during a riot. Right. Or during a protest. And he during said... Alton Sterling. Yes. Yeah. And he'd said that, uh, that for some reason, DeRay was directly responsible for causing his injury. And... Everyone at every level basically denied him relief, except for the trial judge. Who it's gave kind him of
0: relief. it's kind of a a trial the Chicago Seven thing, like yeah. where yeah, you know, it was the the protest that started because Duray was there, like his influence started the protest, and yeah. therefore uh, this officer wouldn't have been injured if it wasn't for. No, you know, I, I, like, also I, the, by the way, I, I feel like doesn't the officer get his get covered by the police department for that? Like. Yeah yeah, he does. So he's just suing to sue like for well, punitive damages, no, no. kind of thing, or because
1: emotional. Uh, Damage uh, is not covered by their current union contract. Gotcha. So, yes. Uh, so he was suing for for punitive and emotional damages. That was, in fact, by the way, the uh, protest where they uh, Duray was pushed off the sidewalk. Yeah. Took one step in the street and then was tackled by an officer, yeah. like a few steps down the street, and then arrested and spent the night in jail. Um,
0: Talk about emotional damages.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You think, <laughs> uh, but didn't sue. Weird. Yeah. Weird how that works. Um, but so the case went to Supreme Court. Uh, Supreme Court ruled against them, sent it back down to the lower court with instructions to send it down to the trial court to, um, uh, non inconsistent with this opinion, which just means like, uh, no, no relief granted, um, with one dissenting justice, Clarence Thomas, uh, who I think we can start, I, you said this in the, in the pre-show, I think we can start saying Clarence Thomas has reached OJ and MJ levels where he's not black. He's yeah. Clarence Thomas. Right. Yeah. Um he somebody uh, on Twitter compared him to Clayton Bigsby. Now most of you who are listening have no idea who that is. But that's a character from the Dave Chappelle show <laughs> where uh he was a blind blind? Yeah.
0: Uh, Blind Blind Klansman. Yes, Yes. he
1: was a blind black guy who thought he was white and joined the Klan, and because it was such a coup, the Klan accepted him and uh, allowed him to go speak places. Well, Um, because he was
0: always in the the whites. Yeah, Yeah. and he was such
1: a passionate speaker and writer that they uh, kept him in. Let Uh, us
0: see your face! You want to see my
1: face? (laughs) No, Klay, don't (laughs) show him your face. Uh, So Clarence Thomas has essentially reached that level, where it's just like, Alito, and... (laughs) I mean, it
0: always reminds me of like uh i recently talked to him and he left his wife of 40 years when i, <laughs> when I asked why he said could never be with a woman who was with a black <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> to put it into uh, acceptable podcast friendly parents. friendly for podcast
1: also because <laughs> we're not black yes uh, but no it, it's so to I,
0: be fair the actor who said it wasn't black either but i'm not I don't play those. Games. Oh, no. But yeah, yeah uh,
1: that's right. Because he was doing the guy who used to be on like PBS. the front line. Yeah. Yeah. Front front line guy, no fear. <laughs> Listen, he said it. I'm quoting him.
0: I'm going to say it. Like, all right, bro. <laughs> well, it seemed I, I seem to remember like there was uh maybe it was uh somewhere around. Uh, fuck. The one out here in L.A. Rodney King. Uh, yes. Yeah. It was somewhere around Rodney King where like news reporters felt like they had to say the whole quote. Uh, like, on the news to, like, and they'd be, like, you know, like, strong language ahead, but yes. the, then the cop uh, apparently said, get down, and then would say the word. He'd just be like, Cronkite,
1: wow. Well, I think there was some, and, again, way too old for most of uh people who are listening, but I think that the uh, the point was that, that someone had called out the news because they said, like, when you don't use the language, people don't understand. No, yeah,
0: don't know what you're saying. Yeah. They don't
1: understand how harsh it is for a guy in four sentences to say the n-word 19 times yeah. like you if you're gonna quote him say it so that people hear it because honestly it makes you uncomfortable yeah i think even racist people would be like that's a little overkill man that you use it too much it doesn't yeah. have a any meaning anymore you gotta stop
0: like but that's how it is um but yeah so uh clarence thomas well it's funny i was listening to uh just on that that topic i yeah. was listening to an interview with ava DuVernay, and she was talking about like talking to extras for like selma and stuff like that it's just like y'all have to you know like so you know y'all have to yell the same things at the same time so yeah. you can't pay every single person <laughs> if you have an individual line you have to pay them separately yeah, yeah. they're all chanting at the same time then it's just extras mm-hmm. uh so she's trying to get them to all say the same thing and it's just like you know like all right and when they come out make sure you you know scream like you know like go home n-word yeah and then like the audience is or like the extras were just like now, do you really want me to say that? <laughs> like, let's be it's very like, clear. I've never said that word before in my life. It's just like, yeah, we're cool here. We're doing art. <laughs> like, this is fine. I'm not, I'm not, th- no one here will be offended. Everyone understands what you're doing. And it's just like, you know, like extras are like, am I saying N word or am I <laughs> saying the N word? <laughs> <laughs> like, First take. It's like, <laughs> go home.
1: Nobody says it. She's like, are all waiting to see if everybody else said it? Okay, listen, we gotta say it. It's 1960. You really hate these people, but like, ma'am, you're black and you're sitting right there, and I don't know if I can actually say it. It's it's a lot. Uh, yeah. Um, but Clarence Thomas, uh, uh Brittany <laughs> that's Paggetti. where we started. Yeah. that's right. Brittany Pagetti just uh said on Twitter, just like, uh, when are y'all gonna realize he doesn't think he's one of us? And you brought up the MJOJ example. It's just like. He thinks that he's risen above everyone else,
0: and well, that, that's not, he's not like anyone else. And it, it, that's not like my opinion or anything no, like that. That's, that's based off of, I think Little Wayne specifically had something about this where somebody was like, uh, Well, don't you realize how, how tough it is for African Americans in this world and how people look up for you? And he's just like, I'm not black. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, yes, I'm black, but I'm not like, I'm you not know, black. Like, uh, like it. it this is this has never affected me like you know like I, i'm just a normal person who lives my normal everyday life and race has never played an issue and it's just like okay that could be the case you yeah. could you could just never have experienced it he was but famous like, at it,
1: 14 right his
0: entire life has been that right but i mean like you know just because you don't ever experience you know like just right. because i don't experience assault doesn't mean that it doesn't happen elsewhere you know like so the difference between
1: that two chains was arrested in easton yeah. for possession of marijuana the same night uh, someone else was arrested for possession of marijuana. And basically they took him to jail to the uh, lockup and then took pictures with him. And he never made it inside a cell, never really got booked and got released the next morning. And then he wrote a song about how, what it's like to be black, but not be black because Mm -hmm. he saw another black guy who gave him like, uh, again, go to go back to the Chappelle show. Like, uh, the, like what's up? Yeah. we're mutually in this together. But then he was like, no, nah, we weren't into it together. Cause I was taking pictures with the cops to stay out of jail. And he was definitely going to jail. Like yeah. there was no doubt. Um, and Clarence Thomas doesn't see that. Clarence Thomas doesn't realize that if he pulled through rural Alabama in a car late at night with, I, what I, I believe he's married to a white woman. I think. No, is that true? I don't remember. That may not be true. But I, I thought, I think that that, uh, that may be true. If, if no, if he's rolling through rural Alabama at night and he gets pulled over by some sheriff, he is not Clarence Thomas. Even if he shows his ID, they're not going to know who Clarence Thomas is. They're going to see an old black man who probably is quoting law to them that they could care less about. So, yeah, uh, yeah uh, it's going to be a problem. But... Uh, oh, uh, last thing for this section uh, of lightning round, clearly. Um,
0: <laughs> clearly lightning round. Uh,
1: today marks the last day uh, of hurricane season. I guess yesterday was the last day of hurricane season. Uh, there is still a hurricane moving towards Central America, uh, Hurricane Eta, E-T-A, which is hard to pronounce because I never took Latin because... Oh, that's right. We've worked through all of the names. and
0: All the Greek alphabet. All the
1: Greek alphabet. And now we're working into the Latin alphabet. Um, but, Corey, just remember, global warming, not caused by humans, not a real thing. Don't worry about it. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so, yeah. So, I, I, I had an infographic, but the pictures are all screwed up. But, uh, in the end, um, we've had more name storms this year. Than ever before. We've had more landfall storms. Than ever before. New Orleans has been hit. By six hurricanes. In a single year. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. Uh, it's the strongest. Atlantic hurricane season. Ever. And basically. They're saying like. This is the new normal. Um, this is how it's going to continue to be. It's only going to get worse. Like. Uh, we, there's something called. The Keeling Curve. Which is about. Uh, CO2 in the atmosphere. And water temperature. And in 2019. We crossed a borderline. And basically they were like, we are beyond the place where efforts of individuals will bring down earth temperature. We have to take drastic action by every country in the world to actually have an impact that will over the long term, bring the temperature back down. Yeah. Um, and so that means once we cross that the next hurricane season, super strong and they will remain super strong throughout the rest until uh, Mm -hmm. the next ice age. So, um, we won't have to worry about that. (laughs) Good to know. Unless it's nuclear winter. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, let me pull up that four-year consideration drop.
0: Uh, well, unfortunately, Roberto went to Mexico, so. Uh, 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 always
1: with the excuses. going to run for president of the United I States. I was going to do you. it
0: last week, but Roberto was in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Cory Baker for president 2020.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, so four-year consideration, uh, a, a short entertainment segment. Um, lost in the uh, election news, I think, this week, today uh johnny depp's libel case
0: was probably for the best probably for johnny depp probably for johnny Depp is the best
1: but uh his libel case against amber heard and well i guess she was not she was named but not really named it was the it was the star
0: that did it i can't remember what the the paper was yeah yeah but nonetheless
1: uh it was dismissed or uh found there was found to be not enough evidence to to because it's not guilt or innocence either it's um it's a civil suit, right? Yeah, it's like liability yeah. or non-liability. So uh, how I explained to to Corey was that they found there wasn't enough evidence for liability, but these kind of cases are the kind in which they can then award attorney's fees to the defendant to say, hey, you brought a, you brought a case that you should have known you couldn't win, so you're going to now pay for the defendant's attorney's fees too. Yeah. They did not do that, uh, which is a sign often that like you had a very strong case there's a very high burden libel is a really hard case to prove yeah so they are like yeah you didn't meet the burden but you satisfied me just not the law that this is probably true so I'm not gonna award them attorneys fees either just everybody walk their separate ways yeah um, and the outcome of that is Johnny Depp is questionably hireable now maybe? yeah I mean Amber Heard questionably hireable now
0: well I mean Amber Heard should be hired a lot more because she hasn't been hired During this entire process, I think mostly because people were thinking we're thinking that. So here's the thing. Uh, uh, Like Rob said, libel is a really hard uh, bar to clear as far as like winning a case in that regard. So when Johnny Depp said he was going to fight this and he was going to take the legal action to fight this, I feel like a lot of people were just like, well, he wouldn't go through with this thing unless he knew for sure he was going to win. Like there's no there's no point in him in him going through this whole thing, unless he thinks that this is complete bullshit.
1: You don't have a case like this. Yeah. An expensive proposition to lose.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I just, I, you know, clearly he, he, uh, he didn't have enough to clear that par, And I think a lot of people who are, you know, standing by Johnny Depp might look at it a little bit differently. Now I think people who were saying shitty things about Amber Heard will look differently Mm -hmm. (laughs) upon it now. Like, uh, it, it's such a it, it, I guess time will tell whether or not this has significant impacts on Johnny Depp's career he was sort of he's pushing 60 now so uh, you would think that he would sort of be on the downslope slope of him being a A-list star uh, at this point yeah, listen, but, if you
1: throw on that makeup he could be a Pirate of the Caribbean again
0: I mean he's still lo- young looking he's not yeah. 60 looking <laughs> you know, by so, the way uh, I,
1: I have so much hope for the future but then I think like oh He's been rich For a really long time yeah. So I have not
0: I also think that like If you do If you have like The long hair And the like Stylish goatee mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. people just say Like oh it can't be It, it fools you into thinking Like he can't be 60 <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> Like Well I mean I, Maybe cause uh, uh, R.I.P. Sean um, Connery Yeah From this week And they were showing pictures That he took this year And I was like He's 80 Yeah
0: 90. 90? Yeah. 90?
1: Like, no way. Yeah. No way. And then they put it side by side with pictures of him from, like, the eighty, like, uh Nick Cage, because Nick Cage has to make a statement, because he did The Rock with him in 95. Right. But they pulled the picture of Sean Connery from 95 in The Rock, and him this year. And I'm like, these pictures could have been taken side by side, <laughs> other than the fidelity of the camera, which was not great in 95. Do you know how crappy movies were in the 90s? Like, watching on VHS in... 360p as compared to today
0: see but the problem is not the the vhs it's the vhs it's not the it's not the actual thing yeah something that people don't know is that uh if you're shooting on 35 millimeter film you can uh process that up to 8k i think that is Mm -hmm. really 6k 8k something like that but like it's all how you process the film. So like when you're processing it to put it on a strip for a VHS, yeah. like that just wasn't high fidelity Well, it's, high we quality. We can make it
1: 8K, but it's not going to make it 8K onto this magnetic yeah, strip. Th- you know, so. it's just
0: like I could go shoot 8K or I could go shoot 4K with, with the GoPro. Right. But if I'm going to export it into 1080, it doesn't really matter if you shot it in 4K. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, I mean this whole Johnny Depp thing is, is, uh, it's interesting to see where this goes. Cause like, uh, I especially am, am curious on the Amber Heard place because I, I feel like people really did sort of like kick her to the curb. Like I said, she only had one credited thing since like Aquaman, which is essentially where she was. She was like filming that around that time, uh, right? around that time. Yeah. So she's had one role since then. And, and, uh, I don't know, just doesn't, <laughs> something doesn't smell right, you know? So hopefully that gets corrected. Uh, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> hopefully
1: I, I won't speak out of time. Yeah. Hopefully. Sure. Sure. Um, and then a story from last week that we didn't get to, uh, but, uh, I think <laughs> too much about news it. last week. Yeah. We've talked about
0: it, uh, before. So probably worthwhile to, uh, to bring it up again. Well, and Rob during his movie reviews has done a, uh, a lot of Quibby material. Yes. So.
1: Uh, so yeah, talking about Quibby. uh, quick bites. Uh, unfortunately, Quibi is no more. Yeah. Um, which isn't to say it's not available. Uh, basically, the end of November will be the last month of membership. You can still pay for the platform. But they have the rights for three years before they return to the creators. And they, my understanding is that they literally just negotiated to get it on Amazon and Roku and everywhere. And that they basically are going to just leave everything up that's there. And you'll be able to watch it. And they're not going to charge you anymore. Uh, You'll just, if you have access, you'll get to keep it. So I'll have Quibi for the next three years and maybe even after that, just as it starts to fall off.
0: Here's the, here's the thing that really flabbergasted me about the whole Quibi thing. Uh, It never was a good idea. Like it, it never seemed like it, it was as well thought out as it should have been. Um, And you know, there's a lot of money morning quarterbacking about what all that went wrong with it. And you know, that's going to happen on something like this, but I remember waking up in the morning and seeing the tweet, seeing the the Quibi is now available on Roku and Amazon and, you know, everything. Like, you can go watch it on your TV now. That was at 9 a.m. Pacific. Yeah. Yes. And I I woke up. I saw that tweet. I went like, oh, maybe I'll download Quibi. I just like I literally just went on a little spree of downloading other services. I would gotten HBO Max. So Mm -hmm. it's just like I downloaded the free thing of Peacock. I was like, I might as well get the get the thing on Quibi and just take a look around because i'm gonna watch this on my tv i'm not gonna watch it on my phone like i just never watch anything on my phone Mm -hmm. like the only time i ever watch a video longer than you know a minute on my phone is if somebody sends me an instagram and it's just like you have to see this thing like you know
1: and it's a reels (laughs) if i'm out i read the reels because as soon as i see it go like continue watching i'm like i thought i was (laughs) in (laughs) for a minute how long is this
0: gonna be well, Roberto sent me something, and I was, like, watching it for, like, two and a half minutes, and I was just, like, holding my phone, and I was just, like, how much longer do I have to go through this torture? And I, like, hit it, and it was, like, 14 minutes. I'm, like, nope. nope. <laughs> I'm <done. laughs>
1: and then it gets awkward, because uh, you have to wait, like, another 12 minutes to send him a message, because pretend that you watched the whole thing. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Yo, no, uh, I, <laughs> that's a 14-minute long clip, and you said, ha, ha, at 10 minutes. How did you watch the whole thing?
0: I uh, I watched the rest of it later on, the, on my computer. I pulled it off on the Instagram app, so you're watching it on a big screen. Okay, fair enough. Uh, No, the... I I literally woke up and said maybe I'll download Quibi (laughs) maybe I'll get the subscription and then by the afternoon Quibi is dead so it's like one of the most amazing like 9am tweet it's available
1: on Amazon yeah 12 both Pacific 12pm tweet Quibi's bankrupt (laughs) we're going out of business
0: and it's like uh, didn't even give a chance for that
1: thing to work. Like, Well, no, so apparently that the announcement that was put out about them being on Amazon and Roku was done by the firm that organized the purchase. Right. And the Quibi's done was put out by Quibi because yeah. they, they were just like, oh, shit, we forgot about that thing
0: being <laughs> launched today. Uh, all right, well, tell everybody we're done. I'm just uh, so amazing. Like, uh, you know, it, it seems like Quibi had some ideas that, could I? I think the idea of like moving the screen and like having like either a vertical or a horizontal, like, uh, view of the same action is is cool. Apparently, a pain I, in the
1: ass to shoot.
0: Oh yeah, I can imagine, and I I, I don't I I don't think that it's so mind bending that like it's going to live on. Yeah, but it was cool to think about, I guess yeah. at least like uh, the
1: I the one the one time I actually used it and like reversed and then switched angles was in um. Ah, uh, the fugitive, not the fugitive. The one that was like the fugitive. Uh, mm. damn. Uh where there they, they were hunting the guy. Um uh, most, most dangerous game. Okay. There was a scene where it was uh him being um interviewed by the police. And they kept doing one one two or like one shots. And yeah. I was like, I wonder. And I flipped it over and it was a two shot of both of the guys. And I'm like, yeah. This builds the intensity of the scene because I see both of them instead of cutting back and forth between the two of them. Yeah. I can see like him reacting to what the guy's saying while he's on camera. I liked it. But you could have just made it a two shot yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Like, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently, like, yeah, they had this whole quibby rig, which was like shooting both uh, perspectives at the same time. Yeah, it was, yeah. The like, yeah. whole thing. So
0: uh, I, I can't imagine. I, I would imagine just, like, you flip from, you're flip you watching a landscape the whole time, and you flip it to portrait, and all of a sudden you see the boom mic over there. <laughs> <laughs> like.
1: But so I, this all comes down to ownership, and a few years ago uh, we had our show, a flagship show, we had uh, the show about the show, uh, Dirty Shore was on the network, we were talking to three other shows about putting on the network, and I said to Corey, what we need to do is to get our own app. Yeah. And we can get an app, it'll be super easy, but one of the keys to that is then your show's only available on the app because you can't push via RSS feed out and also to your app. You essentially have to figure out how to go through the app to an RSS feed, which yeah. is way more than I was willing to pay to develop. Um, and the question is, is ownership of the thing worth more than what you're putting on the thing? And for us, it wasn't. We stayed just having everybody put in their little like part of the digital network and that's how we're going to keep it. Um, and I think that's where Quibi made a mistake if they had spent that much money building a Quibi YouTube channel and putting high-quality content up on YouTube, they would have been profitable because people would have bought ads during those shows just like it was TV. And you can keep the 10-minute format, but essentially what they created was a more difficult-to-get
0: YouTube. See, so. but uh, to me, the problem is that there wasn't any talent behind it. I'm not saying that the people who didn't have shows weren't talented, but yeah. it seemed to be a lot of, like, bottom of the drawer ideas that were getting pitched to Quibi as well. Which opposed apparently to, was what it was. Yeah. There and were I
1: places mean, that like they struck out everywhere in LA and then they were like, what Quibi? And they were everybody was taking things that had gotten rejected everywhere and pitching them there. And getting money up front for but, this. I
0: mean like you gotta think like uh when Netflix Original started, right? Uh there was one show that the first show that wasn't very popular. I can't remember what it was. They mm. they the first one that they did was not like a huge hit. But the second one was House of Cards. Cards. Yep. And they were just like it it almost felt like when the first one wasn't as popular as they hoped it would be, they were just like, all right, fucking literally any like get me the best showrunner you can get. <laughs> get me the best stars you can get. We're making a serious show. <laughs> yeah. We're going to win an award. Like fucking put it up there because uh, to, to Netflix, it, it they had to. They had to make the investment and in, like all the, sh- you know, all the, the best they could possibly do to make it clear that this was not less than a television experience yep. like this. Watching a, a movie or a TV show on Netflix is much the same as like watching it on HBO. That's what they want you to think. No commercial. Quibi well, it like HBO? Yeah, no commercial. Quibi never, never stepped beyond, like never broke into the landscape with like you know like oh everyone's got to see this show, and it's not even like you could send me a clip like that was that, their that was their problem. I mean, to me, it seems like the easiest way to do this is to sort of like paywall it, right? So like, uh, make it shareable and then make it so that if i if i see a show i really like and i know that you're going to like it i send it to you and you could watch like three episodes of it yep on like through the web browser essentially you know like you click the link and it just starts playing yeah and then you would uh, if it was really good you go where Give do like get this?
1: and then it's like what 499 a month sure yeah i'll pay like, 499 oh i'll watch
0: this show yeah like you know it, it, that would be so much easier than cuz how, how does youtube or Twitch or twitter or tiktok or any of these other ones get famous like it's not like youtube is paying a lot of money for high end creators no i mean they're paying money to creators but i'm not you know they don't have you know they didn't give a lot of money to Brad Pitt so we'd start a youtube channel you know like no they they went with the people who are already making content on their platform tiktok doesn't need to worry about paying high powered people because the people who make content by themselves is what is the show for this whole thing oh yeah
1: and they drew people in and now the high Powered content makers are like, I got to get on TikTok. Yeah. They draw you in. And I think that they, to avoid being compared to YouTube, because it was kind of just a high-end YouTube, they refused to even post clips from the show on YouTube, where I could then go find it on YouTube, send it to you, and show you, like, this is a scene from the show. It was literally like, let me describe this scene to you, and then you have to pay to see any of it. Which is not a great business model.
0: Yeah. Um but, but I mean like you can you can text me a TikTok. You yes. can you can see a TikTok, say yep. Corey needs to see this, and then text it to me. Yep. And then it'll just open and I'll see it. And that's an easy way to get people engaged in your product. If you can't if you can't share it and all, all you're able to do is just say, like, Oh, by the way, you hear about this app called Quibi like, <laughs> like By the way, if I text you a TikTok because if I said if I said to somebody who wasn't living in LA, like you know like Oh, you got to see the show on Quibi. They're gonna be like, "What's Quibi?" That's the problem. That's part of the problem. Like- you know, the other
1: thing too is I don't know outside of L.A. how many people even know about this. Just yeah. for me, it was like, "Oh, I saw the thing," and I. Didn't. <laughs> but uh, for TikTok, if I send you a link on your phone, yeah, text it to you, it opens in a web browser. And if you interact with it at all, you try to like it, you try to comment directly to the sign up screen. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, yeah, I was motivated enough to leave a comment. Let me just quickly sign up, and then now they got you, and you're in. Uh, but Here's the thing I stand by. I think that they were negatively impacted by coronavirus because, again, thinking back to me living in Baltimore, DC, New York, it is the perfect thing for work day. For watch one episode on my commute. At lunch, you catch two or three episodes. The commute home, I got a third, a last episode. And I don't have to like Netflix remember where I was or, or like come back to it. Yeah. It's, it wraps up and then. Oh, I, I, my morning commute the next day, it gives me 40 seconds of review of like what happened in the last two episodes. And then I'm into the new one and I'm like, it's, it's a shortened TV show, but in my 10 minute light rail ride from Camden Yards to university of Baltimore, it would have been perfect for that. And then lunch or time between classes. But I mean
0: like, you know, the, the same thing. That's how I feel about YouTube. Like I have YouTube channels that I watch when I have a lot of time, like, Somebody who's going on for 45 minutes about Home Assistant, I'll just like, yeah, sure, I'll watch that now because I'm trying to fall asleep. Yeah. You know, sometimes I want to watch 10 minutes of something. I'm eating lunch. I got to get back to it. I only have 10 minutes while I'm sitting here to eat. I don't want to watch a TV episode because that could be 22 minutes or 44 minutes and I don't want to get caught up in it. So let me watch this 10 minute video on YouTube. That's like uh, uh, how I think about my life. So if I'm thinking about like 10 minutes here or there, you have to convince me that your Quibi content is more impactful for my 10 minutes than the YouTube content that I could be watching instead. And that's where the
1: not sharing thing came in because there was a lot of shows I think you would have liked, but without me being able to show you the 40 seconds that you would have really loved, yeah, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. And there's a paywall that keeps you from watching any of it. So I think conceptually it'll come back, but I have a feeling that Quibi is going to turn into the Quibi YouTube channel and then it's going to be subscribe and the paywall the YouTube channel. I- so.
0: I I just don't imagine that anyone launches a Quibi again. Like oh, no, I I they, think I this think is movie pass they killed the idea.
1: It'll never come back again.
0: No, but I'm saying like I I think that there's a there's a short video like repository where like you it's designed for mobile and you watch it. Mm-hmm. But I imagine it's going to be like YouTube or like TikTok where it's like we started with the app, it got popular, now people really love it, and now it it creates its own content. Yeah, like you have to get to like sort of the critical mass. By having people like it so much as opposed to trying to force people to like it from the beginning. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's, you know, a lot of these streaming things are having trouble, like, figuring out, like, what their lane is. Like, uh, HBO Max is, uh, they have some Max originals, and then you have all the access to the HBO content and, like, all the other, you know, studio stuff that you get there. But, like, if you have HBO on your television service, is it worth it to go to HBO Max? Eh, probably not because like, it's expensive. If you have if, is Disney Plus like must have streaming service. Not you if have, you don't have kids. If you have kids, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, like if you're me or Rob, like. Yeah.
1: Well, no, I mean you have a kid at home, so it's fine.
0: Um, but I mean, like you, you might watch The Mandalorian. Yep. Is there any other YouTube or Disney Plus content that's like making you like I have to go get Disney Plus? Like.
1: Uh no, but uh that's also part of the times because if we were on schedule with um Marvel movies. Eventually yeah. I'm going to have to have it just so I can be like, all right, let's watch Ant-Man and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. So I know what's happening in Ant-Man three. Like right. I can be up and, to
0: date on that. And that makes sense. I, I, I guess it's just the, I, I like, I like Peacock's model right now. Yeah. I think that's a, a really good one. There's free. You can get it and you can watch all the Peacock original stuff. So you can watch the stuff that they keep on their, their show or mm-hmm. on their site. That's like the exclusive content. Uh, and then, you can pay more for the premium, and I don't think it's like a, a King's ransom. I think it's like four or five bucks a month or something like that. It is. And for four or five bucks a month, you could watch like any episode of Law and Order SVU you, you want. Or, In the meantime, for the pre one, you can only watch select ones that they let you watch, mm-hmm. but you know, you pay the four bucks a month. You could watch literally anything that was on NBC. Like And
1: mm-hmm. Brave New World was only on Peacock. hmm You could watch the first three episodes for free, and then everything after that was paid. The problem was they had a timeout bug on their uh, pay page that would not allow you to pay. <laughs> well, would not allow me to pay. Yeah. And I literally forgot about that until just now that I have not watched <laughs> the rest of the season of Brave New World because I kept getting, when I hit submit, it was yeah. just timeout, timeout, timeout. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll come back to that and do that. Absolutely did not. So good yeah. job. Yeah. Um, the last bit I just want to mention because I know Roberto is watching us tonight. So thank you for checking out Roberto. Uh, but we've figured out your secret. And um, I want to say RIP to the one, maybe two gold toilets that his dad <laughs> had to sell in order to uh, start the movie studio uh, in Sonora. But uh, apparently uh, Sonora is going to be in, Mexico. Next, in yeah. Mexico. Sorry, is going to be the next big place for making movies. And uh, in some irony uh, that I cannot even comprehend at this moment, <laughs> Corey got the fact that is actually Hollywood, and I missed that.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> it's spelled J O L L Y. J A J A J-A, L L J A. I'm sorry. Yes.
1: So, uh, but of course, in Spanish, that is
0: Hollywood.
1: Yeah. So it's Hollywood, but it's in Jalisco. Um, so, what we have determined is that. Roberto left four days later, this huge studio (laughs) open in Jalisco for Hollywood. And what we imagine is that Roberto went home and said, no, I got to go back to the U S because you know, Hollywood is where I need to work. And his dad said, sell off a couple of the gold toilets. We are, (laughs) we have a new Hollywood. (laughs) Yes. And, uh, so now, um, Roberto is about to be the new hottest thing coming out of Hollywood. Uh, not Hollywood land, but Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, so we're never going to see him again. Uh, that's that's the determination.
0: Sad trombone.
1: But uh, honestly, it, it, I'm hanging out with more Hispanic people since I've come to L.A. just because there are more Hispanic people in L.A. than there are in, you know, rural Maryland,
0: <laughs> so or, Maryland yeah, or Maryland in general or Maryland in general.
1: I have been introduced to so much talent from Mexico and Central America and not so much South America. But uh, Central America and, and Mexico. And I see where they're going with this now. It's like, why are we sending people here? There's an investment. Also, yeah, it was a joke. It's not Roberto's dad. It's <laughs> the, the time he's not there. Uh, he Rob is just Cold taking planet. this
0: time to, to, to throw Roberto under the bus. He's not
1: here for me to rip him. <laughs> so I have to rip him however I can. Um, but yeah, so I, there's a lot of talent there. And somebody said, why are we going to let someone else profit from this? Let's keep the money here. All it's going to take is a studio, and they, I think, they may not have looked at this example, but it's the Tyler Perry example. It's like, why am I selling films to someone else? I can make them here, or I mean, why am I having someone else pay for my movies? I can make them here, and then sell them or distribute them, and I'll start a whole studio complex where I am. And that's what uh, they're doing in Jalisco. Yeah. Exactly what they did
0: in Atlanta. Let me see who's in charge of this whole thing. Oh, Jeffrey Katzenberg. Uh, <laughs> Just Roberto, I suggest you not <laughs> sign that contract. Uh,
1: or actually, that, that's not... I mean, the one thing I think I can say about Quibi is... They paid people? A lot of writers got paid from Quibi. Yeah. Um,
0: and a lot of new content was put out, and that's great. But also, uh, I think a lot of people got kind of screwed on it, too. Because even though there was more jobs, there was also, like, less... Like So... Uh, depending on what type of project you work on, depends mm-hmm. on how much money you get ma- You get yes. paid. Well, that's true. So if you're a writer and you're a WGA, you get a certain amount scale for a screenplay, mm-hmm. and then that's less money for a television episode, mm-hmm. and then it's less money for short-form content. Mm-hmm. And if it's new media, which is what Quibi was considered. No, it wasn't. It wasn't considered new nope. media?
1: They specifically made a contract, a separate agreement with the WGA, and because it's essentially one long-form thing just cut into chunks, it wasn't classified as new media. Hmm. It was classified as... I heard differently, but... Oh, so my understanding, at least, maybe <laughs> I'm wrong, was because uh, that's how what they had to do to contractually also give the rights back yeah. after a certain period of time. Gotcha. Because otherwise, the new media thing is about... You're producing something for me essentially, and it's almost work for hire. That's how they get such a low rate. Yeah. Um. But part of the rights return aspect of it was, maybe it's reversed. Now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe I'll we'll may look into it. Yeah. Because I think maybe the new media is how you get the rights back. Because it's like, oh, we don't know if this is going to be around, so you can return the rights to people after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Maybe that was it. But I, I might mean, be like that, on that.
0: The, re- returning the rights is basically used in lieu of money. Yes, like you know, because if I write something for Universal, then they own it forever. <laughs> like I literally, when I finish the screenplay, it says by Corey Baker on mm-hmm. it. Then I'm selling it to them, and they you are now write the author. Your name off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm the author of the screenplay of which they are the owner of, but yeah. like. You know, like for for legal purposes, you think of Universal as the author of this piece. Yes. Like
1: And you may get a second or third try at it, but they could eventually just say, All right, so Corey Baker is the story by. Yeah. And we're gonna have somebody do a page one rewrite on this.
0: I would still get a screenplay. But would you get a screenplay? Yeah. No,
1: not if the if the finished thing was less than twenty five percent of your original screenplay. I think if
0: you're the original if you the original writer who brings it in Like from if I created a work all on my own, Mm -hmm. and I wrote it, and then I brought it in. this is a lot of legal jargon nobody cares about. We really should get into the WGA so we can (laughs) figure out like get to the bottom of
1: all this shit. Um, But nonetheless, uh, what I'll say is though the, the reason writers got paid though was because they were selling. They were the ones selling the idea. Yeah. Although we were starting to get into the point where production producers were like. Optioning ideas and selling them to Quibi. So it was getting into the exploitive aspect right before it shut down. And um, the only people who really got screwed were the uh, Wall Street investors who invested in money in Katzenberg's company. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what we did is uh, we reallocated money from Wall Street investors in Silicon Valley into the pockets of writers and actors and some producers, not very many. So I'm not so sad about that.
0: All right, uh, final topic. Yes. But it requires us to take a little trip on down to the Baltimore Corner. Oh, my God. Roberto, we need
1: you back. <laughs> Where you get the straight dope? Oh, Roberto. Uh, he disconnected it from the video from the. <laughs> oh, good job. All right, so yeah, so the Baltimore Corner, which we don't have a splash for, just like the for consideration. <laughs> Starting. <Just> um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so for the first time in a few weeks, I think we're going back to Baltimore and for a story we've been covering for three years now, maybe yeah, the like entire that. time yeah. of the podcast yeah, because it, it was out. It was controversial. and They shut it down and there was like a year and then they brought it back secretly and then people found out. So they shut it down and then they brought it back legally and it's been running for this year.
0: No, they only brought it back once and it was legally. OK, yeah. The first time nobody knew about it. And- that, that's <laughs> what it was. Yeah. And, and like somebody, we've actually been doing this the whole time. Somebody let the intercept in to like write a story about it. Going like, oh, this isn't good. this is going to be cool, right? We're writing a story about this cool new thing. Huge invasion of <laughs> privacy. Um, but yes, so uh, the Baltimore spy plane is now grounded. It has reached the end of its uh, trial run, mm. and uh, now it's up to the mayor to decide whether or not it stays.
1: Well, listen. Uh,
0: I mean, Brandon Scott is a really progressive guy, so I'm uh unfortunately uh, I'm going to have to take a moment here to detail a profile and courage. Oh, okay. Uh, Brandon Scott, <laughs> who, despite becoming may, will become mayor tomorrow. Like, <laughs> will elect be elected mayor tomorrow? Yes. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, oh, by the way, all the people who are just like, oh, don't call Joe Biden, don't say, it. don't say it. It, it, it's so much, don't say it's such a big lead because he might not win. I it. there There's a chance. There's a chance Trump wins. There's a chance something weird happens. There's a chance. Blah 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 blah. Brandon Scott will be elected mayor of Baltimore tomorrow. There's no doubt. If Brandon would, Scott is
1: not elected mayor of Baltimore,
0: we have really big problems going to, on. Either that, or the people in Baltimore are just like, fuck it. <laughs>
1: Who's the other guy? I'm voting for him. Uh, I heard his name just now for the first time.
0: Just the words like spreading around the streets. just like, you know, how Trump blew up everything and it changed, <laughs> changed everything. We should do the same thing with the Baltimore city government. <laughs> just get a new mayor in there. Brandon Scott's on his victory tour. <laughs> like the Republican whose name I don't even know. I am get-
1: looking him up because I do not know <laughs> who he is. Uh, oh, wow. Apparently a bunch of Republican mayors,
0: though, are on the chopping block right now. Mm. But uh, uh yeah for me anyway uh the the spy plane is grounded and uh uh it's up to the mayor and Brandon Scott made us know that because he said well I'm not the mayor and uh this is Jack Young's decision and uh you know the city council has sort of an advisory role in this whole thing so I'm not going to overstep my bounds and I'm just gonna let Jack young do this
1: profiles encourage
0: <laughs> meanwhile if, if if uh brandon scott had just said over my dead body that it wouldn't have been jack young wouldn't have done it he's a lame dog he really has no like you know, jack young wasn't elected jack no. young yeah. assumed it from Catherine Pugh, who was thrown out of office ran for it <laughs> ran for it lost, lost. to brandon scott yeah. <laughs> brandon scott is now the presumptive mayor assuming assuming tomorrow people vote so <laughs> like, the baltimore
1: republican candidate is shannon wright OK, who garnered one thousand six hundred and thirty votes, which is twenty nine percent of the votes cast. Uh, second was Catalina Byrd at one thousand sixty eight votes for nineteen percent. Now, compared to yeah. Brandon Scott, the Democrat, who also received twenty nine percent of the vote. With forty three thousand nine hundred and twenty seven <laughs> votes. Uh, second place was Sheila Dixon, who did better. Let me mm-hmm. find a comparable 19. Mary Miller is just shy of what the second place Republican got 19 uh, percent to 15.6 percent. And Mary Miller got twenty three thousand one hundred and ninety three. Yeah, uh, you have to go down to Mary Washington with point seven percent of the Democratic vote. One thousand twenty eight votes which is just shy of the second-place Republican intender. So, if Shannon Wright is running the table on the Baltimore mayoral election tomorrow, there's big problems afoot. Uh, the red I'm, tide's coming.
0: I'm going to say that there's some voter interference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or it could just be the silent majority,
0: Corey. You don't <laughs> know, all right? Nobody, nobody say that you're voting for Shannon if they call you on the phone. <laughs> it, won't uh, be lo- it won't be looked positively upon. Oh, by the way, the <laughs> independents are Also, backing
1: Brandon Scott, he's a candidate <laughs> for the independents, too. <laughs> good to oh
0: know, good to know there's a lot of independence in this whole thing, yeah. yeah
1: um, but, but Brandon Scott ran as a green first, right? Didn't Wasn't he a green candidate a few we- years ago?
0: Originally, I think. No, you know well, what? I it think wasn't 2016, it was before that, I think. You. I think he tried to get involved in the Democratic primary, yeah, and like he wasn't doing well. And, and then so once it went to the greens. general, he did the greens, yeah. I seem to remember that being yeah. the case. Yeah,
1: and he did relatively well for a third party. I mean, better than a Republicans, but yeah. not anything <clears> compared to <throat> Sheila Dixon.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just can't even believe that Baltimore would consider this. Because, like, it, if there was any kind of effect that this plane actually had, then they wouldn't stop talking about it. Like, they, they would be like, you know, like, well, we saw fifteen murders from this thing. So, crime hasn't gotten better. It's not like people are less likely to commit crime because it's up there. Uh, it only runs during the day, where most of our crime does not happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, why, why are you giving the Baltimore Police Department toys? Like just today, they agreed to pay two hundred fifty or five hundred thousand dollars to the victim of a gun trace task force trial. So, like this department only costs you money. Like the money in the how much it costs to run a police department, plus all the toys that they get plus all the money that you got to pay out in lawsuits based off their actions. I mean like maybe maybe if the Baltimore Police Department want this plane so fucking badly, they can find the requisite mm-hmm. cuts yeah. in their department <laughs> to be able to afford it.
1: They're only spending half a billion dollars as it is.
0: How about this? I'm going to give you a budget of 250 million dollars, which is half of what you currently have. Mm-hmm. Figure out how to make it work. Yep. See what's important. And then I bet you the spy plane doesn't make it to the top of the list. No, no. I bet you, if you just said to them, Hey, we're just going to give you half a million dollars in which to operate your department. Uh, you half know, same, billion. same, yeah, same amount as, as you had last time. Uh, let's let do whatever you want with it. We're, we're not going to interfere. Spy plane wouldn't be on the top of the list. No, <laughs> they'd, no. they'd spend it on the people raises for the, for the brass. Would yeah. Be. Like oh. they wouldn't, they wouldn't do that. Like, so uh, this whole thing is stupid. Uh, the fact that rich moneyed Republicans from out of state are the ones who are trying to get this thing going yeah. should not be the sign that this is the future of law enforcement, but rather a grab by somebody who is going to unleash some sort of evil upon us in
1: the future. Or just a money grab on something that doesn't help. Yeah. Like, hey, spend some money on something It's not really helping.
0: Uh, by the way, I just wanted to
1: check real quick. Uh, nowhere is there an image of Shannon Wright that is not <laughs> local Baltimore news. Wikipedia yeah. doesn't have it. 538 didn't have it. Uh, Wikipedia doesn't have it. Nowhere has it. Twitter. <laughs> Just uh, an egg. <laughs> right for Maryland has it. Yeah. Baltimore Sun has a different picture than Right for Maryland. And it looks like uh, every other Baltimore news agency
0: Just took uses the, the picture from the Baltimore Sun. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, it's uh, if, she's, if she wins, it's going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, also everybody who was, like, talking about, like, oh, they permanently grounded the uh, the spy plane. This was
0: a planned
1: period yeah. of it being grounded for then the consideration of the city. So, uh
0: Yeah, because there was going to be the uh let's uh let let's uh, see how this works. We're not paying for any of this, so yeah. uh let's see how it works and it'll end at this time and then we'll figure it all out.
1: Analyze effectiveness and yeah. then we'll figure out the contract. Uh so
0: It's yeah. not uh, let me put it this way. Your civil rights are not worth the effectiveness of a spy plane. End of story. Like that's the and <laughs> it's if, the it's the old Ben Franklin quote. The the little bit of security and the little bit of
1: uh people would give up uh any liberty for a little security don't deserve any of either.
0: Yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for.
1: Um but uh also to anyone who thought it was going to be anything other than meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Brandon <laughs> Scott, profound yeah. courage. Yeah, so.
0: well <laughs> Thanks thanks for being the change that we needed so desperately in Baltimore, Brandon Scott. I'm glad you're part of the part of the conversation.
1: I I have hope that this is one of those. I don't want to spend capital before I'm even mayor, political capital before I'm even mayor, fighting the police on the spy plane because I'm going to come in hard and fast on them. But I don't think that's what it's going to be.
0: You know, you know what would make somebody my favorite mayor in a long time? Somebody who would pick fights with the police for no good reason. I would love that. I would love it for no other reason than the police are a fucking easy target in Baltimore. Like, it's not, you could make an argument that, like, your local police department in Duluth is not an awful police department and it's filled with good, kind citizens who rescue people from trees and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah, sure. I get it. Not it's all cops not yeah. all caps are bad. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, I, I see your argument. Baltimore City is long known for being one of the worst and most corrupt police departments I've ever seen, ever. Like. Yeah. It, it it's it rivals the Tauntaun Makut in terms of the the sick, perverted level of justice that is assumed by it. A deep it's a poll that's gonna make everybody google. <laughs> Go ahead, try and spell try it. Try and spell it. <laughs> uh
1: and also, by the way, as the mayor and the mayor now, who well, the current mayor and the incoming mayor, who came from the council, which means the council is essentially just gonna you know, rubber stamp anything yeah. you ask for. Yeah, yeah. You're the teacher from Breakfast Club. You talk shit to the cops. They talk shit back to you and you're like, all right, great. We're going to take a million from your budget. When you keep playing, make it 2 million.
0: (laughs) Mess with with the bull, you get the horns. Mess with the bull, you get
1: the horns, son. Huh? More? 3 million. I can do this all day. 4 million. (laughs) What are they going to do? Oh, we're going to go complain to the union. Uh, No, your budget's set yearly. And the mayor sets the budget, approved by the council.
0: (laughs) It's amazing. Like... Garcetti could have done this at some point he he, he yeah. tried to and fucked it up but I mean like at, at, if Garcetti had just held a press conference and said hey we're cutting the, the LAPD police budget in half because fuck this shit then you know how um, how much money he would have raised in a day <laughs> all the people who are just like oh Garcetti gets us he finally yeah. understands he's not being a little fucking speed bump on the way to what eventually is going to happen anyway like <laughs> and when he negotiates it down to a 30%
1: down, and we're actually going to use the number that we were projecting to give you this year, not the current budget yeah. anyway. No, Everyone would have forgotten, and the money would be in his war chest to run for whatever he's going to run for.
0: President. Just, yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> like, and it's just like, it. I don't understand when you're in that position. Again, you're the mayor of L.A. You essentially have control over the budget of the city of L.A. Yeah. Yes, there's a council, and they will, or board of supervisors what do they yeah. call that is a board of Supervisors? well
0: and a city council and
1: the city council yeah but the city council is going to rubber stamp the city's portion of it the county is going to throw in some money but they look to the mayor for guidance yeah and if you start to take on the cops there's gonna be a lot of people who wouldn't have spoken up who would be like you yeah, know fuck cops <laughs> that's gonna play real well in my east la district where everyone is actually on the street yelling fuck the police <laughs> i get to go on and say fuck the police too Thank you, Mayor Garcetti. You have my <laughs> you have my undying support. Like, I don't understand. It's the you want to be caught. You don't. I want to be caught. You know, with a hot take or on the wrong side of history. I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. I think on this one, you're going to be fine.
0: <laughs> Somehow, I imagine you'll be able to get through it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of ways that we can all get through this, because it's going to be a long, cold winter if <laughs> things don't go well today. Yeah. Uh, you know where you can go. Where is that? Oh, the anthem.com Corey, to the anthem.com. Oh, the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line four, four, three, two, one, nine, seven, five, nine, five. What
1: is that number again?
0: Four, four, three, two, one, nine, seven, five, nine, five. Uh, you can find more of me at my website, Corey Baker Facebook.com forward slash coreybakerfilm, and at legends of five on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I am working on a lot of different things, uh, for the YouTube channel. So, uh, go check that out. There's the, trial of the chicago seven which has been posted Mm -hmm. there's the review for borat which is forthcoming Mm. Uh, there is a special thing for people who film in la Mm. that i'm working on this week and uh i'm going to be filming two other episodes of a project i hope to be unveiling next week so uh stay tuned for that very prolific yeah prolific period all right (laughs) well i'm home by myself all day yeah (laughs) what do i do
1: All right, so uh, you can find me at Robert and Cheek on all your social networks. Uh, Make sure you check out com for links to everything I'm doing, including the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Rob Cheek, where you can find the Everyman movie review, two episodes a week. Uh, We just did, uh, what, uh, Doctor Sleep last week, Hubie Halloween, Slender Man on Sunday. This Thursday is Trial of Chicago 7, followed by Borat, and then I'm throwing in something I think you'd appreciate, Corey, and probably nobody else will appreciate. I'm thinking of ending things, the new Charlie Kaufman movie, Mm. uh, and then a couple of uh, uh, palate cleansers, because after a Charlie Coffin movie, you need a couple of palate (laughs) cleansers. Uh, But new episodes every uh, twice a week, Thursdays and Sundays, so make sure you check that out. Uh, I'm also on the channel going to have an unboxing video for Armor Mouth. Uh, I got a new toothbrush, which is this whole kit of Mm. a toothbrush. Uh, So we're going to see I'm replacing my uh, handy-dandy Oral-B, and this entire kit cost me less than my startup kit for the Oral-B, and the brush heads are cheaper, so uh, we're going to see how that works, and it comes with a uh, water pick or a water flosser, which is like a water pick, but it's handheld, not a lot of room. There's a lot of exciting stuff. Check out the video. Uh, And we'll update every couple of uh, days about it. Of course, uh, every man already talked about that. I got a lot of stuff going on. Rob explains uh, every single day. You can find that at anchor.fm forward slash Rob explains, wherever you get podcasts. And we do our review where we go back over the previous week's episodes every single Monday. So you can check that out. Um, Also, writing NaNoWriMo. Right now. So uh, posting updates. If you'd like to follow along, I do have a working sheet that you can kind of follow along with me. Uh, and I'm also taking screenshots of the app that I'm hoping to track along. And you should encourage Corey to write NaNoWriMo with me. 50,000
0: words in 30 days. It's
1: very exciting.
0: Yeah. You can I'm- do it. I, I plan on writing a lot this month, so...
1: That's not what I said. I said you should do <laughs> NaNoWriMo. That's how uh, would do it. But if anybody has ever wanted to write... I mean, I posted this on social media a little bit. If anybody's ever wanted to write a novel, this is the month that can motivate you to do it. And I am 100% here to be your coach and your cheerleader and your drill instructor and editor and whatever people need for the next 30 days and even after to help you get your first novel out of the way. So uh, I got a couple of people who b- reached out to me who I have also already had to send the like, it's day two, why haven't you started? And they're <laughs> like, what do you mean? And I'm like, 50,000 words is more than you think it is. 1,600 yeah. words a day is a lot of words a day. So don't get too far behind. Uh, so check those out on social media, at Robert in Cheek, that's it. All
0: right. Well, I think we've done good here today.
1: We've done something. I don't know if it's good. But as always, you're listening to the, o, the Anthem podcast, part of the, o, the Anthem digital network. For Corey, this is Rob. Hi, Roberto. Have a great week, everybody.
0: And please, please, please vote. Please vote. If you haven't already, go to your polling place and vote. But only do it if you're going to do the right thing.
1: Vote. (laughs) If you're going to vote for my guy. If not, fuck you. (laughs) We all
0: know what's right and wrong here.